Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay. Is this a um, impressively early Russell Westbrook pod reaction pod? Mm. Or is it a very late Kawhi Leonard pod reaction pod? I think both. It's a combination. Yeah. We're on time for Russell Westbrook. Sorry we're a bit late on Kawhi Leonard. Let's get it on. And it seems to me Kawhi lived his life like a candle in the wind. Never knowing who to turn to when the trades came in. And I would have liked to know him, but he left in free agency. The candle burned out long before the legend ever did. Fuck Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Punch me in the face. You. I'm, Raptors fans are too nice about this. Everyone's oh, I like, agree. Oh, thanks, Kawhi. Thanks for the memories. Great job, man. And don't get me wrong. He did. He had no obligation to stay and he won the he won a championship. I feel like so you've got to be grateful, but you can still be pissed. And beforehand, I think surely Masai would have asked, you know, like, can you give us an answer as to what you're going to do next year? Yeah. And he must have been pretty iffy, like, I could I might stay. I mean, if he did say if he was iffy, then um legendary from Kawhi but all I can I just want to get that out early this is probably going to start with more Westbrook chat but I want to just get in there early and just say I think Raptors fans are being too mature about it we're a bit shell-shocked after we got the backlash for the um, KD injury um, and cheering for that we've, we've gone into our shells a little bit but you should be a little bit angry about that but um, uh, I mean thanks to the championship Kawhi and I guess at least it wasn't the Lakers that's a positive th- th- side let's kick things off with a bit of uh, Week in Review Week in Review What's funny about that? <laughs> just funny delivery. Was it? It was good. <laughs> how'd you get the news? Um, how'd you get the news that uh, Westbrook had been traded? Uh, I was actually quite late to it. I think I, I I haven't really been going into the fantasy league chat group. Uh, I've been really staying clear, but for some reason I clicked on it today, and then I saw that j- someone had just said, like Westbrook to. I uh, weirdly Rockets. after it all came down. I don't think Westbrook's good. I've never supported him and stuff like that. But it's weird how, and maybe it's just because I'm on NBA Reddit too much or Twitter, and you see just like people making two. Because like on the internet, basically, your takes only get picked up if they're super hot or super cold, right? Yeah. And the problem is, is that um, uh, he people get too far behind Russell Westbrook, like they go so crazy over his triple doubles. And then now that, you know, he's failed in the playoffs a couple of years in a row, they've gone too far the other way and just been like, he's trash. And don't get me wrong, on that contract, he is kind of a bit of a, bit of a disaster. But mm. like, I was actually team Russell Westbrook by the end of it all. Everyone's joining up for super teams. He's the only one still in OKC and felt a bit sorry for him. And I'm kind of glad that he's ended up at, 
you know, obviously a weird team, but at least a situation that's going to be competitive next year, or hopefully, unless they completely fall apart. Mm. And um, I'm someone who's been a Russell Westbrook hater, but are now kind of happy for him that he's not stranded. And also glad that CP3, a player that I've hated in recent years when he played for the Clippers and now with the Rockets, I'm glad he's getting the, 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 the pain that he deserves, I think. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Uh, I think it's kind of weird... I think it's a little weird from the Rockets. You've personally. always hated Westbrook, right? Yeah, I don't really like Chris Paul either. Are you not? Are you not a bit sad that he's leaving OKC like his team? Yeah, I am. But also, uh, I think it's the right move for OKC uh, just to stockpile picks and start again. Um, They've got seven picks for trade uh, swaps or something like that. It's insane what they're yeah, doing. Insane. Yeah, insane. But um. They, uh, I don't really understand. I don't see it that much from Daryl Morey and the Rockets. Like, I think you just need to sur- surround Harden with three and D guys. And like Westbrook, I just looked up, shot twenty nine percent the last two seasons from three, which is like pretty bad by NBA standards. Yeah, real bad. Uh, He's the worst three point shooter in the league, like for high volume. Basically. Yeah, and so I just don't. I'm thinking like. My thoughts would be have him lead the second unit off the bench, but it's like I don't think Russell Westbrook's going to be into that. He's so expensive. No, yeah. he can't do that. But they also are a team that like. Um, just, but I don't think um, I don't think Chris Paul made sense with Harden either, yeah. and I, but I think Russell Westbrook makes less sense. But that, no, but so from Maury's perspective, because I always quite like Maury, he was stuck with Chris Paul on a bad contract, mm. and you may as well be stuck with Russell Westbrook on a bad contract, a slightly better player on a a slightly better contract. Russell Westbrook's contract, if he gets injured, yeah, is way worse. I don't know worse, if he's but, better. But for the money, I reckon he will be. Here's a positive. Look at it this way, though. Russell Westbrook has never been on a team with floor spacing, and he's a player that desperately needs floor spacing, right? Mm. James Harden provides huge floor spacing. That's and true. And the way the Rockets play is floor spacing. Imagine how many straight line I drives really think about that. I didn't think about that. If Russell Westbrook becomes more the... Penetrate and distributor, yeah. and Harden becomes more of a just a spot up shooter. If the Rockets can, that's I, actually a good. I point. don't know who the other players are. Thanks, man. I've never made a good point before, mm. but like, I don't know who the other players are. I can't even think of like who the rest of their players are, like Gordon and stuff like that. But like yeah. Capella at the rim. But if they've got the floor spacing team that they normally gun for, mm. um, then. I am excited to buy it. Like, I think most net reactions have been negative, but they were in a bad situation. I'm surprised how much people were riding off the Rockets. Yeah, I didn't think they were in that. I, I thought they were going in one of the favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because while like the Clippers and Lakers look impressive, continuity is something that no one, everyone forgets about continuity. Yeah. You forget that like the Raptors this year, I think, I mean, I know they, they, uh, they got in a whole lot of superstars to like beef up their team, but like they did have a system and a continuity in place and it was just a miracle that Kawhi adapted that fast. And um, to like to a new system that was you know run by Kyle Lowry and Siakam and stuff guys that they have been there for a long time. Yeah. Um, well, the season eighty two games is a pretty long time. Yeah, but you think about the teams that just never get their shit together. Like you look at the OKC Thunder, or you look at the um, the Rockets, or you look you know you look at these yeah. teams that just have put together a team and like all these Celtics new Celtics last year. Celtics last year, perfect example. Yeah. And it's like, at the start of the season, remember how high we were on the Celtics? I put yeah. them as the NBA finalists, you, uh, Dark Horse champions. Yeah, I? I don't know if it's like necessarily like a time thing though, or if it's just, if it's just um, sorry, it sounded... It's like not a, always a time thing, but it can like be. It's clashing personalities. Like, what, 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 like every year when you write off the Spurs, um, 
the reason you write them back in is because you're like they've played together for ages and everyone knows the system and they're well coached, right? Yeah. And it's like that's something. And um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether they come together. But the Rockets, that was the Rockets' advantage, which obviously they don't have it as much now, but they still kind of have it. It is crazy, like more so than ever before. Like teams this year seem seems to me like they've kept like three players and then just changed most, like the majority of each teams. Like the the team that is actually probably stayed the most true is the Orlando Magic in terms <laughs> of uh, bringing back guys and keep, yeah keeping well people were also guys. saying that about OKC like Westbrook was touted as being the um, longest same team player in the NBA it's sad mm. that that's over All right, I do feel sorry for OKC fans like to see now if Rockets go well which is not guaranteed but if say they did get their act together and you're an OKC fan and you're watching two of your picks who you know were traded away like Harden was a mistake, Westbrook now, you know, like I, I don't know. I mean, Peel they've had it pre- pretty good. Pretty yeah, they've had it. They had a lot, lot of good years and a lot of good chances, but like to have to draft three MVPs and now have none of them. They haven't had a single year so far where they haven't really been like in the kind of hunt. Yeah, but um, but like no, but just to be, I guess, I guess, yeah, right. Compared to other franchises, they're amazing. And what about but um, compared Sonics to their fans? potential? Yeah, oh, RIP to Sonics fans. Yeah, they're, they're, I guess. Hey, wow, so- is the Curse of the Thunder the ultimate payback for um, the bad karma on the Sonics? But also, I was looking up the renovations to one of my favourite NBA arenas, Key Arena, yeah. and they're like building it in anticipation of What's them getting a What's good about Key Arena? It's awesome. Key Arena. <laughs> I can't think of what... It's it kind of looks ugly. like a pyramid. Yeah, real ugly. It's cool. It's like surrounded by like... It's in like a park, basically. It's got trees around it. I never it it's, looked uh, that much. It just seems cool. I've never been to Seattle, but I'm really obsessed... I'm kind of obsessed with Seattle and I really want to go there. Okay, I can't think of a reason to go there, but yeah. Birthplace of Starbucks, filming locations from Sleepless in Seattle. The list goes on. <laughs> um, death Place of Kurt Cobain? Is it? I'd say so. I, well, I thought he died in Nirvana. I think he died in LA. I think he died in Seattle. You sure? I thought he died at the Viper Room or whatever. Or no, was that no, just no. Yeah, you give you the roof. I thought multiple Not everyone died, died at the Viper Room. Like, Janice Joplin, I think she died at the Viper Room. Um... They killed, uh, uh, what's his name? Bin Laden. In Seattle. No, Viper Room. <laughs> <laughs> he was there just enjoying a concert. Um, oh, yeah, RIP, mate. But uh, Seattle, uh, also the home, I think, of Dr. Evil's Lair in one of the Austin Powers films. Oh, well, shout out to that. Shout out to the Austin Powers films. Um, okay, better duo. Uh, LeBron... And AD, yeah, or Kawhi and Paul George. I say Kawhi and Paul George. I knew you'd say it straight but away. But I dislike AD and LeBron, and I think you know LeBron's pretty old, and everyone just assumes he's gonna not. You got to remember degrees. that this year he wasn't that bad. I mean, he was crucial cru- yeah, a little yeah. bit because his team was going nowhere. And the year before, he was amazing. I remember that first game that. Um, uh, J.R. Smith stuffed up where LeBron was like people were saying it was like one of the greatest finals games ever where he scored like 50 points against the Warriors who like, I mean I know they didn't match up with him well but or they, they were almost like goading him to score but like you, you just remember back to like 2000 and was that 17 finals where he was like unbelievable um, I don't know um, you gotta remember how high AD could be as well um, but I yeah. love the question marks around. I kind of I have a theory that the Lakers might not um, might like be a little bit of a disaster. They've got a good disaster setup. 
Like they've put mm. all the pieces in place. You got your Jason Kidd. You got your Rondo. Yeah. You know, get those also, guys in the mix. I don't rate Frank Vogel from his time with the Magic. I don't rate him. I think he was a little bit unlucky, but I still don't think he's he was good. He looks like kind of a player who maybe time has, has passed him by. A coach, yeah. Like, like you know, he was really good in Indiana, but then the NBA has moved so far in 10 years. Yeah. And it's like whether he is this, you know, it's so crazy how the game has changed. And it's, do you see Ryan Saunders, I'm pretty sure, is the coach of Timbulls now? The full time he's Yeah, been, he's like 34. Wow. I'm 31. Yeah, what man. am I doing? I'm barely stringing a podcast together. Yeah, you'll be there soon. What, the coach of the Timberwolves? Yeah. Cheers, man. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> but there's like a, there's, a, there's a few people who are crazy. And don't get me wrong, I know they're like sons of owners or bloody G, former GMs or something like that. But still, it's still pretty pretty mental. Mm. Um, also, Luke Walton. He's probably 34. He's probably in jail for his recent charges. Um, okay, so Clippers are looking amazing, right? Yeah. I, I, I will say this. I, I, as a Raptors fan, the Raptors took the gamble on Kawhi. It should be more obvious. It should have been more obvious that he was leaving. Yeah, I remember how you always wanted to go to the Clippers, and everyone just forgot about the Clippers, and then the Lakers, of course, just doesn't matter what the free agent is. If the Lakers are even slightly in the running, they just become mm. the main focus, regardless of whether they go there. I'd also like to apologise to at the time. I think it was six Twitter followers on our Twitter account. I um I took a gamble. What did you do? I uh. What I, did you do? <laughs> I took a gamble. I decided. Moves. Yeah, I decided. I had a fifty-fifty shot at um guessing where he was going. And you went between so Toronto. and I announced LA. that he was staying put. <laughs> said claimed that there was an announcement coming soon because I thought this would be huge to get our Twitter. Imagine if our first tweet. Yeah. Was breaking. That's the a news. good gamble. I'm glad it you was took that a gamble. huge gamble. Uh. And I put my name, I attached my name to it so people know it was me and not you. I, I said he was staying the whole time. But yeah. um, and it didn't pay off. So apologies to the six followers I misled. Um, but if you were in my position, you take that gamble. Yeah, it's worth it, man. It, um, totally worth it. So um, I was always 100% sure he was staying. I was like, when they made it out of the Eastern Conference Finals, I was like, there's no way you can leave this team. Yeah. It was, don't get me wrong. Looking ahead, and Kawhi is obviously this weird basketball genius who can just see into the future and know exactly what's going to happen. Like the way his career has gone, way, way he pushed out of San Antonio, and everyone's like, "You're going to regret finding a better situation than that." And then he finds a better situation, and now he's leaving Toronto, and people are like, "You're going to regret finding a better situation than that." I'm not going to doubt him again, but like at least this year, running the same team back, Toronto would have been hot favourites mm. to win. Keep in mind that like obviously Clippers wouldn't be the team that they are now. They were looking terrible up until a few days ago. Jerry West. How good is Jerry West, eh? Yeah, although I will say no one ever mentions... He's not actually the GM. No one ever mentions no, 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 the no, no, GM. No, 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 no. It's just that he's involved yeah, in all these things. Yeah. And he often says, I don't think he was for the Warriors either. It's but weird like, though that how no one knows the name of the Clippers GM. <laughs> <laughs> he's doing a good job. Well, there's a lot of, there's a lot of people in front Sh- office. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't think Masai Jerry is um, GM of the Raptors. It's another guy. Oh, he's like president he's, of, he's president oh, maybe, of basketball. Oh, yeah, but I mean, obviously Masai, people understand as being probably the main guy. Yeah, yeah. But anyway... Um, Raptors was an amazing situation. You think at least sign, you know, the, everyone's saying sign a one or two year deal with a player option or whatever. Um, that made perfect sense. Um, but maybe he knows more than us. Secretly in my heart, though, I hope the Clippers suck. I hope that goes wrong. And it could. Like, people are looking like how deep they are, how fluid they are, how high their ceiling is with those two stars. And people are saying that um, not since. Um, Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, have we seen two guys like who can do both ends of the floor like those guys and guard so many positions? Like They're kind of yeah, crazy. Yeah. Like Think about that. If they're playing, imagine they're playing um, 
uh, Giannis in the final and Kawhi's guarding him and Kawhi gets injured or um, or Giannis starts scoring on him, you switch on Paul George. Like it's just like yeah. two of the best perimeter defenders in the NBA on the same team. It's insane. Mm. But it's not a sure thing. No. And that's what I was going to go. I was like, people are like, damn, they got Lou Williams. It's like, Lou Williams has put up bad, good, big, good numbers on bad teams for 45 years now. Um, I, I'd love to see him do well. But, um, I loved that. Um, I'd like to see it. That clip at Summer League of Pat Bev, who I'm a big fan of, and Lou Will um, walking into Summer League and saying hi to LeBron. Um, I think AD was maybe there and, and Kyle I Kuzma. Bet AD was there. And. Um, Maybe he wasn't. Maybe it was just LeBron. Kuzma was definitely there. But um, firstly, Patrick Beverly walks in wearing a retro Orlando Magic jersey. I'm already loving it. Well, a team he's not on. Yeah. It's a bold move. Yeah, cool What jersey though. was it? Uh, what player was it? Good point. I, always want to get I mean, free- I assume it was Shaq or Penny. It's the old pinstripe. Um, I always want to get one, but I always, I always feel like they're a bit too common. You don't see enough yeah. T-Macs anymore. Because, you know, there was way too many T-Macs for a few years. Yeah. You don't see enough T-Mac or Leonard Magic. I wouldn't mind one of those these days. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, he walked in Summer League. We're in a throwback. Yeah. And um, people just noticed that Patrick Beverly just, like, didn't, they all kind of um, said hi, did handshakes and stuff. Yeah. But Patrick Beverly just, like, really didn't make any eye contact while he was doing it. And then he retweeted it. And someone was like, look at how Patrick Beverly's not doing eye contact. And he was like, he said, "Locked in, I'm locked in." <laughs> but um, this was like the day after as well, like basically. It's crazy. But it was just like this cool kind of LA versus LA thing where it was like yeah. these um, like West Side Story gangs like meeting. So, so the, if, you, if, 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 if I'm saying, um, I mean, prohibit right now. If you just could put down on paper, who would you say is the number one? Sorry, was I having a was yeah weird there? You had a stroke. If you, I'm real tired. <laughs> if you, if you, if you. <laughs> Okay, if you were going to say who's the number one team right now, who would you say? Oh, I think I need to, th- off the top of my head, I need to think about it. It's I would be... say, okay, uh, let me think. Chuck a cheeky Philadelphia in there. Yeah, Philly are in there for sure. I think in the West, I say it's the Clippers. Like these are the, these are the rosters today. Like some teams might yeah. change. Oh, I think that Denver, um, Denver I think Den- no, I think Denver are under, who did they get? Oh, um, Jeremy Grant. From the he was so underrated. I, I think. think. I think. I, I, well, I love Jokic. I still think Denver is going to be young next year. Like, I think yeah, I think Denver could be well and truly in it. I'm saying Clippers and Denver in the West, uh, and I'm saying in the East. I'm saying. I think Denver gets too much credit, man. Like, I don't get me wrong. I think they're going to be a great regular season team, one of the best, if not the best, record in the NBA. They beat the Spurs last year, who weren't great, and then they beat the. Uh, they lost to the. Um, Blazers, who are very ungood, but mm. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't Philly, really. I think Denver's got a high ceiling, but like Philly, it's way away. The, Philly's starting five is awesome, but their bench is trash, which, like, I don't know, can hurt you. Like, they just need to just like get some. This I don't know. Get it, some guys for the bench who can play. But uh, what's Jimmy Butler doing? Eh? Yeah, it's that's weird. the weirdest thing. Jimmy Butler leaving. Apparently he was offered in Philadelphia and going to he's always said he's all about winning and mm. he's gone to Miami like a clown and you're like okay maybe if they've got another move to make but if they don't it's like the weirdest for a guy who wants to win he's like I'm just kind of sick of his shit now because he's moved teams about five times because he's unhappy and it seems like maybe the problem's him yeah I like him but I um, you say it every week but I like I like him but I don't know what he's doing 
Uh, all if I can stayed take- at Philly, though, because yeah. Kawhi left, they would be easily the favourites to win the East. They were probably the favourites last year and blew it. I kind of think they haven't gotten much worse, controversially. Oh, I no, know that's not controversial. They got uh, Horford. They yeah. Yeah, but also I think Jason Richardson is so underrated. But I do think every losing time you say J- J- every time you think Jason Richardson, I think the guy. Sorry, from- I meant Josh Richardson. Oh, I was going to say I was like bring back J Rich. Yeah, sorry, Gold Josh State Richardson. Uh, I don't think Jason Richardson. I thought there was a J- Jason Richardson in the NBA, but maybe there's a Josh Richardson. There's a Jason. There is someone with similar. Uh, anyway. Um, <sighs> It's all right, mate. They just need some bench players, but and then I would be way higher on them. Well, speaking, of, yeah. But um, in the East, I think uh, Milwaukee, I think might have regressed a little bit, and I'm picking Indiana as my dark horse contenders in the and Boston again are my dark horse. But I think I just overrate I don't, them. I, I'm what I'm looking forward to this year What's, is there's a whole ton of players right who are for a long time have been rated highly. And mm. haven't done shit. All right, let's look at them. Anthony Davis, yeah. Russell Westbrook, yeah. Um, uh, who's who's the guy who's got to Boston? Kimber Walker, and you know, yeah. there's a few guys now who it's like, all right, time to play. We've heard for a long time how good you are, but you've got a bad team around you. Well, now you're in a good situation. Mm. There's one other. There's one other name now who's like, it's time to step up and see what they're really made of. And it's like, I'm quite excited to see it. Yeah, maybe even Jimmy Butler. It's like, let's see. Okay, I'm let's- super amped for Kimber. Like I just I like Kimba. I want him to do well. I think he but will. I, I don't think he. I don't think he can. I think he will. I think he, he like he won't put up maybe as crazy numbers as he was in in Charlotte. But I think the um, Celtics are better than they were last year. Hopefully, I mean Al Horford loss is huge, but yeah, maybe that's crazy because they've lost. Al it's, Horford, with all these teams, it's so hard to say. Like all these teams, it's like you pick the Clippers as the favorite. But you just don't know. Maybe the Lakers hit their straps. You'd, you'd guess they'd kind of cruise through the regular season because they're old, but I, like, and they're like a clown team. But like, you just maybe Denver does. I, I mean, I'm not rating Denver, but like, I'm you know, rating. They them. could they could get this stuff. You're together. hearing it right now. I'm rating Denver, and you want to know who another dark horse team in the East is? Who? Chicago Bulls. Okay, no, <laughs> I knew that would make you angry. <laughs> this is. I'm saying it now. My dark horse team. In the East is the Chicago Bulls. Um, R.I.P. though to um, you know how people like for a long time people about small markets and it is not that Toronto's a small market but like to see OKC just get reamed like this. I mean it's a new it's good that players have power but like it's pretty it, it's exciting that and it's the closest basketball stadium to New Zealand but like. To see the Lakers team just to be able to retool like this without really any skill, and I know that it was kind of LeBron who made the Lakers back on top. Yeah, but like you know, you, you wouldn't even say. I mean, I guess the Clippers have been competent, but like to see these teams retool just that effortlessly, more from the players moving there rather than anything yeah, else. Man. Oh, you don't some- have to tell me about Lakers pillaging talent uh, off small market teams. Yeah, yeah they're learning magic at Dark we, about We've it. been. Like known as their farming system yeah. for years. <laughs> um, the one who I worry about next is um, Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah. If that clown show doesn't, go, I mean, I hope Chris Paul kind of goes there. Yeah, Carl Anthony Towns will be playing for the Lakers in th- three years. weeks. <laughs> and um, the other one, and, and then after that, you go if Giannis, like if the Bucks was last yeah. year, the year, like it could get it could get real grim out there. I, I hope not. I think Giannis sticks around. But the problem is, right? The problem is, is that it, with the way the Supermax works and stuff like that, 
the situation is now if Chris Middleton, I mean, if Chris Middleton has peaked and like he doesn't get any better, and yeah. that's just the player he is, he's I a very good think player. That's true. He's a very good player, but he just signed an epic contract. If he yeah. can't live up to that, whew, it's looking grim. It's looking real grim out there. Yeah. Um, the the amazing days of um, players just deciding what they want to do and doing it um, is blowing my mind. This is going to be one of the most insane free agents period free agency periods. It must be the most insane. Um, yeah, and it's kind of just crazy how five years ago picks were everything, you know? Everyone's yeah. like, don't trade away your picks. You don't want to be the next Brooklyn. And now it's like picks are nothing again. And um, all of a sudden, uh, don't get me wrong, I know they're getting rid of good players, but like the Thunder have an unbelievable number of picks, seven. And I want to give a, sh- a special shout out to the um, the New York Knickerbockers who have acquired, they went from having no power forwards to having four. Yeah. Now or something like I that. I think people are being overly... It's quite a funny meme though that they just keep on picking up. They were supposed to get yeah. two big free agents and see they've got four middling power forwards. Yes, but like the, I think they're all tradable and... I, Marcus I think, Morris. I actually think their GM is doing an okay job and... Of being sane. And being sane, and you can, I think it's fair to hate the owner. Like, that's completely fair. But I actually think they're kind of doing the right thing because, like, I was just worried they were going to do something crazy. And oh, give everyone was worried about the big, Kimber Walker, Blake Griffin. Oh, I was thinking, like, Demarcus Cousins yeah. or something, like, give huge money to him. And, like, um, but. And Kimber. I think they're kind of like realizing, yeah, yeah, yeah. like we got to take and apparently our time. They're, uh, apparently, the, the, if you're going to guess what they're doing, because it is quite weird. And don't get me wrong, I know they're not all power forwards and players can play in multiple positions and Marcus Morris. For a start, Marcus Morris, that what was a annoying. Dick. Yeah. What a dick. I, th- I was so stoked as well. Like Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Because I always kind of like the Spurs and kind of root for them. Mm. And I was rating him as like one of the big free agents who yeah. was left. Yeah. And I was so worried the Lakers were going to get the. So if, if people don't know what happened is that he agreed to go to the um the Spurs did some crazy move where they had to give up like was it Bertrands or something like that like quite yeah. a quite a quite a, 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 a like a loved player they had to give him up in this crazy move they did they got Demari Carroll or someone else as well right. Yeah, they got got Damari Carroll and... So they cleared up some space and brought in him for $10 million and they agreed on it. And I felt like Spurs fans were so excited because they were talking about how much better... Like, I haven't watched enough Spurs games recently, but they were like so amped that Damari and Marcus Morris, they were like, this makes our team so much better. And I'm always interested when like personality problem players end up with the Spurs because you like, like, you know, like the Steven Jacksons of the world. Like, if if Pop harnesses them... And tames these loose cannon players. Like you'd love to see, like a um, yeah. I don't know if Marcus Morris. I think he's like the Morris brothers are the most crazy um, yeah, okay, mentors. Remember when they signed a, like one contract between them? Like one was good and one was bad. Mm. And in Phoenix, they signed um, a thirty million dollar contract, um, and it was like ten million dollars a year. But it was like to split between them, and then they got traded because they wanted to be together. Yeah, they're right. the most mad dogs of mad dogs, didn't they? Um, like double- that's why I'm, I'm shocked they didn't try and sign together. 
Yeah, because they were both free agents. I was sure they were both going to the Lakers, and I was like, "Oh, I, that scares me," because I kind of rate them. And now Lakers, are, Lakers are going to be a really interesting mix next year. Well, also, I don't get getting like. Did you see that? It was a funny clip, but Stephen A. Smith, some guy saying that, um, uh, he was saying how the Lakers missed out on free agents by waiting for Kawhi. Yeah, and then um, Stephen A. Smith is like, "Who did they miss?" And the guy keeps talking. He's like, uh, and, then, uh, then, and he goes, who did they miss? Who did they miss? Who did they miss? Goodbye. And he hangs up on him, but he just goes insane. That's weird, because normally he's raged about the Knicks, right? Was he raged about the Lakers? That oh, I don't know. Yeah, he was raged. He was just angry. He's an angry man. Oh, he's had two very funny videos. That one, and the one where the caller rings in and is like, uh, you got to remember, though, all hope is not lost for the Knicks. Because uh, what a lot of people are forgetting is that Carmelo Anthony still hasn't signed with the team. And then um, Stephen A. Smith is like, go to hell, and hangs up. So funny. Like, Shout out to whoever that guy is on the phone. Yeah. But, um, but Stephen A. Smith, oh yeah, he was like, and a lot of people said that. It's like, they didn't miss out on anyone. But I just think, I know that they want LeBron to play point guard, but... Like Rondo to me doesn't make a lot of sense on a team with LeBron. James. No, the Knicks. No, but the Knicks are just they're two no, they're the players. Ah, oh. uh, sorry, the Lakers. Lakers, sorry, not the Suns. I don't know where the, the Lakers of the Lakers are uh, a weird, a weird team. Yeah, but I still just think because like they were two max players, but then without Kawhi, and obviously they didn't know they they were hoping to get Kawhi, but um, here's I think my, they did miss out on a few free agents who would have really helped them. Marcus Morris being one of them. Here's my question. Both Morris. Brothers. Here's my question: Can a player take? a pay cut could you negotiate for less money so like in a normal job if you're on a contract you can like oh do you mean like you've signed the contract and then you're like yeah I don't know because think of the number of players now the most obvious example being Chris Paul who are good players who are bad players because of their contracts yeah yeah and Russell Westbrook as well and it's like the Lakers, both AD, now that the things are full, full I, know, I, know, I know LeBron LeBron's probably underpaid for the value he brings to Los Angeles or whatever, but um, he would now probably go, because he's a billionaire probably already, or close mm-hmm. to, or future billionaire, he will be like, man, I should just take $10 million less a year and get someone like a Morris brother or someone along to help us out, a point guard. And um, yeah, they should be able to negotiate less money. Or does he get the Lakers to buy him out and he agrees on a buyout of like ten dollars. The buy, the minimum buyout I think must be a percentage of their salary, so then they can sign him to another contract. But you know, what would he do with that ten dollars? <laughs> I don't know. He'd go out for a lovely meal, a ten dollar meal. Yeah, I guess ten dollars US you get a meal cheap. I just enjoy laughing at the Knicks. I think it's they're really funny. I yeah. love that they got four pounds pal- when they were getting market. I just enjoy this comment on Reddit when someone goes, "Why would the Knicks offer him this deal? Makes no sense to add him to their roster." And someone just wrote, "Anytime you have a chance to give Marcus Morris fifteen million dollars, you do it." <laughs> I just enjoy sarcasm like that. And then someone said, um, "What are the Knicks trying to do?" And someone was like, "Be absolutely sellers at the trade deadline and get an entire second round worth of picks." And someone said, like when I draft too many quarterbacks in fantasy with schemes of robbing people and everyone quietly makes another league without me. I love the idea of, because I've never thought about that because I've always played fantasy basketball where you can draft a whole team of point guards and it's fine. Fantasy football, it's really funny the idea of just drafting all kickers and then trading people, extorting people for a kicker. People do do that in (laughs) in NBA as well. They um, get all the point guards. No, because it is a position based still. Yeah. 
like so if you have too many of um I usually don't have enough point guards. Mm. I kind of try and avoid them. And uh and as a result, sometimes you can get stuck. Like if you if one of my two guys who can technically play point guard like gets hurt, yeah, you're screwed. then I'm like I got I'm like got no one who can play that <laughs> position. But um so there are people who who'll go like real big heavy and they'll have like a full team of centers hoping to like extort people. So are the Knicks doing that though? Are they getting a whole lot of guys who are I don't be, think is so. That all weird? It's also that's also the thing that people say about the magic is like where they're like oh we just keep getting power forwards but it's like I think no, the pe- magic are different. The magic are different because they're trying to find a superstar that is picking the best guy they can pick and just hoping one of them pans out, right? Whereas the Knicks have got all these guys on two-year... Co- like, they're not even long-term assets. And they've got these guys on two-year contracts. And it's like, are they just waiting for them to go to contenders or teams to want to get them off them and trade heaps of picks? Yeah, I think they months? can trade... Um, I mean, I, I, I can't remember... Because it is weird. They're paying like, any they're of these weird, guys. They're, or who they're, are the guys they are. They they're are. weird guys to get for, the for like, I don't know, whatever they're trying to do. Um, wait, I want to look at their list. What, what are they called in New York? New York Knicks. Okay. So Julius Randle, Bobby Portis, Marcus Morris, and there's one other, um, Taj Gibson. Taj Gibson. Although Taj Gibson's de- real weird. This depth chart have has him as the backup center, which I think makes sense. But you don't want him. You you've got to be young. You're gonna be bad again. Like what are you trying to do? Yeah, like uh, make the playoffs? Like, no, he, he good locker room presence. <laughs> I think Taj Gibson. I'm trying to defend you know the who's a bad uh, locker room presence, and you don't want there Marcus Morris. Nah, I disagree, man. I think he was bringing a good vibe to Boston. Um, I mean, Bobby Portis famously punched a teammate in the face. Because <laughs> I'm question He deserved it, though, didn't he? I don't know. I can't. Is that Miritich? Is who punched? Yeah, he punched Miritich in the face. This is interesting. Do you think Miritich was really unhappy and like you know, angry and? I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying the guy who was the victim. But it I was, thought, it I was thought, quite a while ago. I'm pretty now. sure that story was. Yeah, Portis punched him, but Miritich deserved that shit. Yeah, probably. And, but then like maybe he was unhappy in America and is glad to be going. Cause he's, well, he's did you see um? Though, right? Uh, worth talking about Alex Abrinas, who was the Spanish point guard for the OKC Thunder, who mysteriously just left, like, OKC, like, and they released him. And it was really unknown. It was like, I think they kind of said personal reasons kind of thing, and everyone was like, hope he's okay, hope his family's okay kind of thing. And then, you know, he was gone for, like, less than six months, I'd say. And then he released a video, and it's like, I'm back. And he's basically was just saying like, you know, he was hating basketball and he just didn't want to play and he quit. But it's just funny how quick the turnaround's been because it's like, it almost seems like he just, because then all the OKC fans were like, hopefully he comes back. But I was a bit like, it seems like, because I think he signed maybe with Barcelona now. Mm. And I was like, it seems like maybe it was OKC, like it was maybe where he was unhappy yeah, and he probably won't go back there would be my thought. But um, <laughs> what we're saying is if you've got any problems in life, fake a mental breakdown and have an actual mental breakdown and you'll fix it in like two months. Yeah, you'll get released and then you'll be back and you can go wherever you want. But um, Kevin Knox is still my guy in New York. Oh God, not you talking about the New York Knicks. Um, <laughs> should, we go, should we go to um, Utah? Is there anything to talk about the Magic? Should we do a Magic Mayhem? Yeah, may as well. May as well I'll talk about one, one photo. Well, what's that time? Right about that time for the stars, for stars. to roll on out. Yeah. Sit 
What's going on in the world of the Atlanta Magic, Paul? Man, a lot. Um, so firstly, really? we had our like the signing um, ceremony of uh, Terrence Ross, uh, Nick Vucevic, Al Farouk Aminu, and there was a great photo where, you know how they pose with their, they, they hold their jerseys backwards? Yeah. They pose for a photo. Um, Jeff Weltman, uh, he took off his um, suit jacket and he stood next to them holding it backwards. Great gag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, more big news, uh, confirmed by a source, aka a Reddit user on Magic Reddit. Oh, no. Uh, supposedly, we're getting our city jerseys this year. After back-to-back years of space-themed ones, uh, we're getting orange-themed, like the fruit orange. Um, so we might have some orange juice orange juice uniforms. Speaking of Orlando, you get, that's a bit weird. Uh, they should embrace like the Florida... You know how Miami like just dominates like the crazy Florida uniforms? Like, yeah. Orlando Magic should get in there. Like, yeah, I think that's what... We'll Orlando. have like some orange and green ones or something. Okay, like, they're going to be pretty weird, I think. But... Um, so that's some guy who's just has a friend who works at the shop or something claiming that. So I don't know how true that is. But um, next thing is, oh, we re-signed Kim Birch, which I'm stoked about. Anyone who doesn't know, he was our third string center this year who uh, once Mo Bamba got injured, became our second string center. And he was awesome. Like Kim Birch, man, love that guy. And he's a great story because he, he basically was didn't make the NBA and went and played over in Europe, and and or maybe even like Israel or something. I think he possibly did play in Israel, and anyway, made his way back, and and now is. What happened to Maccabi Tel Aviv? The team. Yeah, they used to be like the powerhouse of Europe, and now they're shit. Like, oh right. Do they have Amari Stoudemire? I think he went over there for. A yeah, bit. but that's not a good, that's not a sign of a healthy <laughs> team. Hopefully, lo- he's coming to New Zealand. I might have said that last week. That's <laughs> I the, there's a rumor. I wouldn't help for that. I I really like the way they're targeting. The, the um, Australian League switched from targeting um, washed-up NBA players <laughs> to future NBA players. I think they should go old. Jumpers. I want the... Uh, oh, I'd love to see the, Alan Iverson. Yeah, what about Monte Ellis Havidal? He's the <laughs> other one rumoured the breakers are looking at. Oh, I'd be keen. But you'd go for one game, and if they if they don't have it all, then you'd be a bit disappointed, don't you think? Yeah. Um, speaking of New Zealand breakers, Finn Delaney, who I played with in high school at Nelson College. Shout out to Finn. Hell of a nice guy. Hell of a basketball player. Been playing summer league for the Dallas Mavericks. Crazy. And well, he played if, so if he, well. He played like eight minutes or something, and he had like seven points, some rebounds, some assists. If, if, he literally st- st- stuffed the stats as much as he could obviously in those our eight dream, minutes. Obviously, if our dream is to have Finn make the NBA... Yeah. And then go over and get some tickets off him. But if he doesn't make the NBA, we've got to come um, get him on the pod, get him to tell us about what it's like going to summer league and training with Luka Doncic and stuff like that. It's pretty crazy. That's a good point. So it's a win-win. Either he makes the NBA and we're really happy I'd actually prefer him. if he doesn't make the NBA, but I'm rooting for him to make the NBA. But I'm just saying it'd be more of a win for this podcast. Possibly. That's possibly true. I went to summer league once. Was Although then I could, player as a watcher. I, could get, I could maybe just message him and be like, man, what's the goss around the NBA? Oh, oh, here's an even better idea. We could, um, if he made the NBA, we could interview him. Like yeah, in the off season or something like that, and that's best of both worlds. I don't know why. Yeah, so I don't know why him um, not making the NBA was the key element of him coming on the podcast. Well, it probably he's probably less keen once he's in if he's in the NBA. Nah, to, uh, you got to stay real, don't you? Yeah, that's true. Like we'll abuse him online if he doesn't. Uh, yeah, we'll shout out to Stephen Adams fans in New Zealand. That's a bit sad, eh? Like all the Stephen, like Stephen Adams, he started with him being rumored as a trait. Like no one thought Paul George was 
on offer. And it, I know I, I, I appreciate everyone saying like this is actually good for the Thunder secretly because they're going nowhere anywhere. I like to think that Thunder team had potential and just last year, like they had a good half season last year and just fell apart like before the playoffs. But like, I would like to see them run it back. But they were over the salary cap and in big trouble. So, I mean, I guess it was positive for them. But sad to see what's going to happen to see it with Stephen Adams. I'm guessing he'll be traded for some sort of picks. I don't know who would want him. Not that he's not a good player, but like he's a big salary for a player, a very specific set of skills. Yeah, that'd be kind of exciting. If but like, it's kind of it's kind of been such a blessed run for him, falling into literally the perfect situation, a team where you can be a rebounder, defender, dunk finisher. Yeah. But back to uh, Findelaney. Eight and a half minutes, seven points, three rebounds, three assists, one block. Uh, I don't know what a BA... What's a BA? A block attempt? I didn't even heard of that stat. A BA. I don't know what that is. BA. It's next to block. Anyway. not One BA. <laughs> um, and he shot 60%. Man, that's for a plus 13. Is, it a, is a BA a type of assists? Oh, maybe. Maybe it's like a hockey assist. Yeah. I, don't, I genuinely don't know what BA is, and I look at stats all the time. Yeah, Paul's one of the best stat guys in the, name, um, in the league, in the world. BA. I'm going to say block attempts, where you just, as long as you put your hand up and swipe at the Bachelor ball. Bachelor of the Arts? One Bugger Bachelor all, of the mates. Um, BA. I'm Googling it. but um, He's got one Bachelor of the Arts. I think that's it. Here we hit. go from NBA Reddit. What does it stand for? Blocks against... Does that mean how many times he got blocked? He got blocked. Gutting. Um, Blocks again. Yeah, that's such a weird stat. I would be bad at that. I used to get, when I played basketball, not at a high level, but um, I used to get blocked all the time. I just would be someone who just would have a... I don't think it's that bad of a sign, because it's like, at least it's showing aggression and fearlessness. Oh, yeah, you know, for some people, but for me, it was more like I just didn't... uh, you just take the ball up fast enough and stuff like yeah, that. Like yeah. you know, you just take one dribble as opposed to going straight up, or or just like when, do an up fake, or when you're when you're in the we're in the we're just in the post, getting or, blocked, or just um just lack of uh uh lack of athleticism. But it was really interesting because the worst in that though, and this happens all the time. I don't know if this happens at a high level, but with pick up basketballers, as someone who's in the paint and blocks a lot of people because I'm so tall. Um, brag about it. I, I, I anyway. I just, why am I bragging about doing blocks and pickup games? The point is, is that um, what's worse is people who just change their shot, and it's one of the most most frustrating things. Um, people change their shot dramatically just to not get blocked. No, but that's it's still good D. Yeah, yeah, no, it is, no, it, it is. But like, um, I just hate those players who, because blocking's hard, and sometimes you go to block people and you think you've got them, but they get it up anyway. Mm. And people who just change to are worried about getting blocked, so they throw up a shot that has. They go from a shot that will go in if it doesn't get blocked to a shot that has 0% chance of yeah, getting in. Yeah, yeah. Regardless, like low scoop, that's what pickup ballers do, scoop shots or reverses that yeah. aren't going to make it. Um, how ugly are those Clippers uniforms? If the Clippers. Um, I, well, I was still in Magic Mayhem, oh, which we technically Magic are. Yeah, we are. Man, there's a guy called Daquan Jeffries on our summer league team. Get him in it. He looks nice, man. I mean, I have, I've only looked at one of his games, but he looked. I watched his highlights. He's the real deal. Him and Emil Jefferson... Uh, Daquan Jeffries, Emil Jefferson, man, get those guys in the squad because they look nice. Shout out to them. Um, one, one last thing I want to bring up before we uh, wrap this bad boy up. Um, Paul George used to be in a relationship with Carly Rivers. Do you see this? I don't know who Carly Rivers is. Uh, neither did I. Carly Rivers is Doc Rivers' daughter. Oh, Austin Rivers' sister. 
no or half sister or something. Yes, I don't know about that, but he's now she's now married to or having a baby with. I assume married to because he's super religious. Um, Seth Curry. Anyway, oh yes, I knew there was that connection. Anyway, Carly Rivers was Paul George's partner, and he um, uh, cheated on her with a stripper who he's now with. Yes, which is positive. And I don't know why I need to mention she was a stripper. That wasn't important. But the point is, it was, it was quite a dirty thing to do, especially because I think he got the his the person he was cheating on her with uh, pregnant, and now he has two kids and they're together. But like Paul George, that was a, he was like weirdly denying paternity and being a real asshole about that for a time. Mm. I mean, Paul George is a young guy, professional athlete. I don't want to judge him too much, but um, anyway, the point is, Paul George did real dirty to Carly Rivers, who is now the coach, and Doc Rivers is now the oh, coach of Paul George. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it is quite crazy, eh? That's and I, and I guess I guess they're all fine now. And um, by what um, Austin Rivers has said, it sounds like he doesn't even care about doesn't even care about his kids that much. Um, that was too much to say. But when Austin Rivers like had that real sad press conference where he's like, "I didn't have a relationship with my dad." And that's an yeah. awkward thing to say. And he traded away his own son. But he also gave his son a contract. Mate, okay, I'm definitely. Don't take anything I say on this podcast to be true. I don't know. I can't back that up. That's crazy. You tell a story. It kind of reminds me of. That time when uh, I was watching a high school video on like one of those, you know how they film those high school games in the US. Yeah. And it was Sierra Canyon or whatever the school. Shout out to Pippen, Sierra Canyon. Um, Scotty Pippen's son plays for. And it was like Scotty Pippen came in with Kanye and Derek Fisher was there as well. Yeah. And it just got me thinking that like Derek Fisher surely probably knows the Kanye lyric where he's like, drive 90 miles like Matt Barnes <laughs> just to whoop a yeah. person's Ah, say all the lyrics. I'm gonna say all of them. It. And um, and anyway, it must That's be weird. It must be awkward to get punched by Matt Barnes and then be sitting at a basketball game with the rapper who mentions it. Yeah, oh, it'd be all the time. But I guess it's just the weird reality of being a famous person. You'd be stoked when it gets mentioned, but then if it's not a positive thing, you'd feel a bit sad. Yeah. Um. Uh. Who do you think the most mentioned uh, basketball player in rap songs is? Um. Because can I throw in Dwayne Wade? Yeah, Dwayne Wade gets mentioned quite a bit. It's not even that easy a name to rhyme, but obviously LeBron James isn't a super great name to rhyme. Mm. But like, I guess he's probably one of the biggest players of the last uh, ten years. I guess. He's but also, the- also, it's possibly like the main era of hip hop you listened to yeah. was probably in his. Peak. But who are, who are people dropping in right now? I reckon maybe like Harden. You reckon? Harden a bit. Is Harden uh, cool? The rappers like Harden? I think Harden's kind of cool. I was like, is there a weird guy they like, though? But like, also, just like rappers always go to Houston and they're always like, you know, I'm out in Houston like I'm Kyrie? James Harden. Nah. Who's a cool. Who, I don't think there, Kyrie gets mentioned. Is there a cool basketball player? I think Harden, is it? Oh, that's weird. I think Harden would be like the rapper, the guy who gets mentioned in rap songs. Uh, there must be someone else. There was a period Cause where. It's funny because like, players who are fans of teams like Drake. Like really distorting the numbers by just mentioning like shitty role players for the Raptors, real heaps. Mm. Like I, I've forgotten his name now. Who was that guy who used to always drop in? Who was just like their shitty backup point guard who now plays for like Indiana? Nah. Um, oh, Corey Joseph. Corey Joseph. He was always like Corey Joe. And you're <laughs> yeah. like, does he even get on the court? Like who was that guy? Now, yeah. What about um, Drake did a song called Draft Day, I think, and it was like. Yeah, he was talking about like it's the draft day, and um, I can't even really remember the song, but it was all about Andrew Wiggins and Johnny Manziel, <laughs> who he was like obviously tight with. Like, yeah. uh, well, Andrew Wiggins, Canadian, Johnny Manziel, he was tight with, but it's like, man, didn't nail, didn't nail it. 
It's unfair to say. I hate Andrew Wiggins. I hate him. Well, why is that unfair? Just because I was trying to get into the Timberwolves and like I kind of like them and like they picked up these. It's just his contract. Like he's just playing the best basketball he can play. It's not his fault. He's not mm. like he hasn't blossomed into Giannis under the Kumpo. You know, like not everyone turns out to be amazing. And yeah. I mean, I, if I was if I was someone, I'd sign that contract as well. But I guess it's just because he just he. I guess he gets in that Jeff Green camp of like looking so good and if he if the Timberwolves eventually gave up with him I reckon he would switch teams like every year because every team would be like we're the ones who are going to make him good and he just never gets good but obviously being good at basketball is hard yeah and that's the lesson we take away from today's podcast being good at basketball is hard well that like him and Jabari were so hyped and obviously Jabari's had injury problems but still like, I just think they were way over hyped this is why we have this period of player movement now I think because so many teams are like stuffed draft picks Go for a, a, they're literally like a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. Paul George is worth six, or I guess yeah. I guess you're trading for Paul George but and also, Kawhi Leonard. But I think you, like this, I think just the destination thing has become a thing, where like I think the Clippers thought is like we can get free, we are free agent destination, so it doesn't matter as much to us. Maybe but I don't know. Final thoughts that I. Because like you can just like as the Billy King nets proved, you can destroy yourself. And like luckily they did manage to turn it around. But maybe Sean Marks turning it around did kind of say there's ways to get through it. Billy Billy, Billy King Billy King nets though um, was amazing stupidity. Like he wasn't trading for anything. Like all the players that people are throwing everything at mm. are like even Current. Russell Westbrook. Still, you'd guess is worth the risk. Those guys were never worth the risk. Um, just before we go, I will say that I'm wearing the Raptors championship shirt right now. It arrived the day Kawhi announced he was going to the Clippers. Um, I hope the Raptors run back most of their team just mm. for a bit of a victory lap. I don't know. Maybe Masai's got well, some amazing they, plans. I think they should still be in the running in the East. Oh, they'll still be Pascal like... Pascal Siakam. Between third and fifth. But um, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, they do need to make big moves. But I hope they don't, if, if they are going to try and like offload some key players. I hope they, you know, at least give them a few months of victory lap and, you know, some nice moments at home. Because it is, it is sad this team's been broken up because they were such a fun and exciting team. And uh, Raptors fans are blessed. But, um, yeah, don't don't be too trigger-happy quite. Uh, I was worried, worried they are going to do some crazy trade for Westbrook or something like that. Um, and I'm glad that they did not. Um, thank you to everyone for well, listening. Also, worth noting for the Magic that uh, probably better for us that Westbrook didn't go to Miami in terms of uh, he stayed in the West and... Get rid of conferences, eh? It's r- ridiculous. Nah, man, keep them. There's, <laughs> there's two good teams in the East. Two. Thanks to everyone for listening. Goodbye. Kakite Say the usual thing. Oh, I mean, Guy Williams. I don't do it. <laughs> Anymore. Okay, cool. No, where's the thing? <laughs>
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.